What the TSSA does is, for example, ride operators have to be licensed. Every ride has to pass an engineering review of their design. And then what the TSSA does is it issues ride permits that are reviewed annually and reissued. All of our rides have received those permits. When we're actually operating on the ground for that 18 days, there are TSSA representatives. Normally, it would be the safety inspectors who are now out on strike who would be there to to have a look. So that is the CEO of the CNE who is just hoping above, hoping above hope that another season of a summer tradition is not derailed. Remember, they've been shut down for two years, and now the CNE, of course, is just days from opening its doors. And, yeah, it signals the end of summer, but um, there are millions who will want to come to this tradition. And so, of course... Now the X is dealing with a very conveniently timed public sector strike with the TSSA safety inspectors walking out in June, and they will not have a deal in place by the time the CNE opens its gates. So the CNE has brought in its own third-party inspectors to go over rides, make sure they're safe. And of course, the union is saying they're not safe. These are scabs. And so they're essentially trying to scare folks away by suggesting the rides are not safe. Not, of course, unless a unionized person does the job. Then they're safe, right? That's how it works. Not union, not safe. Unionized, it's safe, right? You see the game here. Let me uh, ask uh, Andrew Jadaro what he thinks. He's the director of the Canadian Association of Amusement Operators. But also, Andrew, you, you have spent your life in this uh, business of amusement, uh, having not just rides, but you also deal with inflatables. So what's your um, what's your reaction as we kind of head into the last couple of days of setting up as to where things stand and what you're hearing with the rhetoric and the messaging from the CNE? Well, I mean, I think, you know, even what you said there, what the union's saying, that there's, they're not being inspected by inspectors is not the case. There's a set of senior inspectors that aren't part of the union because they're in the management side, but they're senior inspectors and they're the ones who are here actually inspecting and permitting the rides that are here. So, you know, like the rides are inspected annually. It's an annual inspection. <clears throat> and so once they're given their permit, they're ready to operate. You know, now what the TSA does, essentially the inspection program is an auditing system. They inspect mm-hmm. once a year, they check your log books to make sure the maintenance has been up kept, check that, you know, you're keeping your daily logs on, on inspections. But really, the onus falls on the owners, and and that goes through a rigorous program where they they you know a mechanics program where you have to work for over eight thousand hours with these rides, maintaining them, and then you write an exam. At which point, you're a TSSA licensed mechanic for your company. So in my business, we own like twenty rides. I'm a TSSA mechanic. We have three others that are also TSSA licensed mechanics. So the upkeep and the maintenance and the inspections on a daily basis falls upon us, the owners, and so. The same goes for the CNE here. They're going to get their permits. They're getting inspected by the TSSA. But on a daily basis, the inspections and the maintenance is done by the mechanics of the show that's here at North American Midway. So, you know, and then I heard off the top, you said the CNE's hired third party. Well, they've done that since 1980. Yeah. That's, that's them going above and beyond. You know, they've, the rides are permanent and inspected by the TSSA. The CNE, to take extra precaution, hires a team of experts to come in and also on top of North American Midways doing their daily inspections, they have this third party company doing inspections as well. And the TSSA, even this year with the strike going on, the senior level guys who are not, who are management, not on strike will be here maintaining a presence. So, I mean, the fact that anyone saying these rides aren't going to be safe is just bogus. 
Yeah, I think they're, I mean, look, these are people the CNE says have, they've used for three decades. And I think if we had seen a pattern of uh, rides flying off their hinges or their rails, what, we'd hear about it by now. I mean, it's it's easy to joke about the CNE because it's a traveling show and people like to make fun. Well, they're not safe. But when you get the unions trying to further their um, agenda... Um, by using arguments like this, I think it's very, it's not just disingenuous, but it's in completely, I think, irresponsible because you're going to get a lot of parents freaked out as to whether or not these things are safe. Bottom line is, this is a union negotiation tactic. It's well known, but it does affect guys like you and businesses like yours, Andrew. I mean, I've, I've, I've chatted with a few of you over the last couple of years. I mean, the summer is your money-making period, and you haven't been able to make money for two years during a pandemic. And so I have to think it's very frustrating to be caught in the middle of this. Oh, extremely. I mean, obviously... You know, we weren't able to operate the majority of, of amusement companies in Ontario for a good part of a year and a half. And then we got a little bit of a summer last year, but I think we spoke last year. And by the time they allowed us to operate, most events had already canceled. And so we were left kind of with nowhere to go. So, you know, here we are, we're back at it. You know, and these guys, you know, I don't know what the negotiation is between them, the TSA and the government. And, you know, I know a lot of these inspectors are good guys. So, you know, obviously this is just a tactic for their union. But, you know, I think... Yeah, it, it could affect our business and not just the, the larger amusement companies here at, that operate down here, but even the small mom and pop guys who come down to the X to sell, you know, lemonade or, or, or you know, other little goods. They've had a tough go. And so, you know, hopefully this doesn't affect people and, and people believe that these rides are safe because I, I can guarantee they are. And, you know, people still want to come out. I mean, we had a good summer so far and all the rides have been operating across Ontario uh, even since the strike started. And, and there's been no no issues. So I think, you know, don't, don't listen to the, the political rhetoric and just come down and enjoy the ride like you've always have in the summer and celebrate Toronto in the end of uh, the summer season. Yeah. I mean, the X has been struggling for years. I mean, at one point they were talking about whether or not it was, uh, you know, in its, uh, in the past. Um, how important is the X? I mean, your season starts really kind of in the spring. It, a lot of you guys go across Canada, you hit all, you know, the, the circuits you can hit. Um, how important is the X to the bottom line of, of your industry? Well, I mean, in actuality, there's most of the other carnival companies, and there's probably 12 to 14 of us operating in the province of Ontario. Uh, a lot of them are not actually at the CNE. The company that comes in here, North American Midways, is a large company that travels from, does the Calgary Stampede and the you know Winnipeg yeah. Fair and stuff like that. I mean, so while the act is going on, other operators you know, that are members of, of our association are still out there are operating. But I mean, I think the CNE is sort of the, the, you know, the beacon, especially for the city of Toronto. I think it's a big part of the city's culture. And you know, people of generations have, have been coming here. You know, my grandparents come here. My mom always tells me and she came here and obviously I grew up here. And so like, it's a big part of, of the cultural fabric of the city. And, you know, even for, for new immigrants, you know, they hear about, oh, the CNE, the CNE, yeah. I've been missing it for the past two years. They're, you know, people are pretty fired up to come back. I know that their pre-sales for this year are, are doing really well and through the roof. And I think, uh, you know, everyone's just excited to sort of celebrate what is looking like the end of this pandemic and, and a time to sort of get out and, and be together again and, and, and just enjoy what the CNE has to offer. Yeah, so what do you tell those who are adamant that these traveling, um, you know, carnivals, uh, you know, the rides just aren't safe? And uh, what, what do you say to those people? I mean, I would say to them that these rides, when they're set up on a weekly basis, you know, they're, they're looking at every single part every single time they take it apart and put it back together. So in, 
in actuality, there's more eyes and, and more inspections on these rides than, than there probably are at, at a, a sitting theme park where some parts will never get looked at because they might be way too high up. You know, whereas here, they're taking that piece down, looking at it, putting it back up in the next spot. So, you know, I would say it's it's not true. I think it's just an, an old stereotype that, that gets perpetuated in the media. And, and in actuality, these rides are extremely safe. They're scrutinized and they're and they're inspected constantly. And and you know, I put my kids on them my whole life. I've been on riding them, so you know, never been any issues. So I think it's just false. And I think people, you know, the majority of people, I think, don't believe it, and they still come down and ride these rides and have a great time. So I would tell those who are yeah. worried about it, don't worry, because it's going to be a good time. Yeah, because you, you really haven't lived until you've barfed on the Polar Bear Express or, or the Tilt-A-Whirl. <laughs> my, my advice is don't do them back-to-back, which is how you avoid that. <laughs> well, look, Andrew, uh, very much I appreciate you joining us. I, I really hope you guys have a great uh, season and, and certainly um, brighter days ahead because I know it's been a real struggle. So thanks for joining us. All right, I appreciate it. Let's go to the X. But, wait, wait, what, what's your ride? What, what are your big rides that people should come see? Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't have, the only ride I have down here this year is the uh, Euro Bungee, you know, where you, the bungee trampoline. So come check us yeah. out. It's, it's always a good time. You can do flips and all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah. I will avoid it, but nonetheless, I'm sure a lot of people will uh, run to that one. Andrew, have a great season. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. That is Andrew Giugiaro, who uh, I've chatted with a couple of times over the last couple of years, just really, really struggling to stay alive after two lousy years. And so again... Can you let them have fun, guys? Can the unions just pick their battles again as we talk about this issues? Just pick your battles. I'm Alex Pearson of The Alex Pearson Show, and this is 640 Toronto.